Welcome to day six of the fifth annual The Modern Eater Colorado Road Trip. Day six lands us in Hotchkiss, Colorado at beautiful Big Bee's Delicious Orchards. Meet the face of Big Bee's. His name is Jeff Schwartz and he's a visionary. Jeff believes sustainability and vertical integration aren't just buzzwords. They're a way of life. Get ready to embark upon a journey as we tour Big Bee's. Fundamentally, Big Bee's was built around an apple orchard where they produce some of the finest Colorado juice and cider the world has to offer. Beyond the juice and cider, you'll learn Big Bee's is so much more. Community is everything around these parts, and at Big Bee's you'll find glamping and camping, pole in tent, a music venue, a restaurant, and a you-pick garden. Friends and family come one and all. Here we go. It's Big Bee's. Hey, good morning from Paonia, Colorado, and this is a good one. Sixth day of our 17-day road trip, and I gotta tell you, every year I look forward to catching up with this gentleman. Hanging out with me right now, we're gonna do a little garden walk, just like the Godfather. My Godfather and Spirit Guide, Jeff Schwartz, it's good to see you, man. Good to see you, Greg. Welcome, as always. Oh my goodness, hey, hanging out here at Big B's Delicious Orchard. I tell it to people all the time, this is where my soul lives. Mm. You built this place, man. Well, we appre I appreciate that you're uh, you're always welcome here. You know. Yeah, thank it's you. It's an easy place to to be. There's a lot going on here, and we want to just dig in. But economy's on my mind, sustainable farming's on my mind, and just building communities on my mind. So let's walk and talk as All we're right. hanging out here. So in 20 years, what have we learned? You yeah, know? what is that symbol? What is that? 20 years? It's a big symbolization. You, you, you reflect, it's big. don't you? It's big. You 20 have to. You're always reflecting, but sometimes there's more reflection time, and it, it's the big numbers. Why do we reflect at 50? Why do we reflect at 30? Why do we? And 20 years in business, I didn't know this, but for me, it has been a very mature feel to the operation. It's got a certain older energy to it. It's got a maturity. It's got a calmness. It's still got the strength and the vibrancy because of the the young people that are working with us alongside, you know, mm -hmm. cooking, running the whole show. Here, um, and down there at Big B, same thing, strong crew. Um, that's a fun thing to learn in life, is to realize a that you have perspective on something you've done long enough mm -hmm. to, to really see it into that, that next stage. This is Big B's, if we got a shot of right here, I would say, honestly, if I could describe it, that would be a good explanation, a good energetic explanation of what we've been intending to do and doing every day for the last 20 years, is creating beauty in flow, really, you know, in, in easy and sustainable energy. Not put more out than you get back, money, if it will, you know, that's, over long term, you put a lot of money in. But over the long term, you have to get to the point where I think we're getting to now where we're like, okay, we've built this thing that can now support 40 people working, living, all that. But you built it around an apple, didn't you? We built it around, in essence, we built it around 12 pounds of apples, which equaled one gallon of juice. Um, we would press 600 gallons of juice a day. That's 10 bins when we first started with as Bernie's model. And now we can press, Enrique and the crew down there can press 70 bins in a day. That's a huge seven time leap. Look at the, the garden. So then on this side of it, 
what we've been developing and what we took over from Bob and Maxine Cokes on this place where we are, this garden. This was always their garden. Um, they lived, they built and lived in the dome. And they always, and we've taken the garden and we've developed it from a big row of melons every year and some grapes and one row of peonies and a few things to a full-on little market garden, organic, biodynamic, super healthy, biological, you-pick garden. Everything here is picked as much as we possibly can by our visitors, by our friends and guests. It was a personal garden though, right? I mean, it, it, it became this. So as I kind of go back to that, just that thought process of you're just an apple and, and this is what businesses are looking for and going to learn from this talk with you because you've been doing it for many years. Let's keep going. Creating revenue streams around a business that you already have. So Big Bees has come into an agro-tourism operation, a music venue, camping, a U-pick, a, a, a store, a market, a restaurant. Those innovations are really a cidery created community for you, hasn't it? It has created our entire, what we've been able to kind of successfully link together and piece together. Can we stop here for a sec? Sure. Um, As a farmer, anytime you get an opportunity, <laughs> stop in It just kind of, you just hover into it for a <laughs> second. Jump into the shade. <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, see, that's in 20 years, too. Your body is sure. doing stuff. Yeah, and you can imagine generation after generation after uh -huh. generation. That's really the energy that we, we really design from. There's so many design principles. Permaculture, sustainable agriculture, organic biodynamics, you know, sustainable economy, uh, scales of economy, you know, all of the theories, you know. But the big one, or the overarching one, is the wisdom of the elders. You know, the first sign we ever made is on the chicken coop in honor of my grandpa, um, Pop. Pop. Um, it says, I think, we'll see, it says, as the old cock crows, the young ones learn. Mm. First sign we ever made on an old chicken coop. Anyway, so truly, you know, that overarching tenet has been to just be humble enough to learn when you see good stuff happening. How do you keep... So you keep a steady hand, and I kind of have my theme, but I'll, I'll talk about what you want to talk about. But what I've seen, what I've seen throughout the years, and what I've learned from you is how you do take that piece of fruit, and how how do you recognize that piece of fruit and get because you go from juice to cider to vinegar to all of the, and, and then back to putting that byproduct back into your earth and okay, and, yeah, and that, and that so circle. when the first time you and I ever met was over the compost pile. Um, when we slid the apple pulp from the juice plant uh -huh. into the compost yeah. pile with Freeman. One of my favorite moments, <laughs> by the way. Moderneater.com, search Big Beast, you'll see that moment. That's like good. I'm sliding down this like 25-degree yeah. dump truck full of pulp. Um, it was a trailer. And um, so, yeah, so, but to get more, less esoteric, <laughs> we did have good vision of what we how we can value add not only value add the apple from uh, and Bernie gave us that first step bad apple crop make juice in your yard in your house sell the juice oh realize you could actually make more value from an apple by making juice out of it um, if you also pack the number one so we learned from that we learned from Bob Koch here 
uh, Lee Bradley showed us the way to Orchard Valley Farm. He said, hey, make your place beautiful, make your farm stand beautiful, get a cash register and invite them on in. And everyone wants to come and give them, provide them something of value and of service and of whatever, and they'll buy it. So that was the premise. Then we get to say, oh, okay, so what can we sell? What can we sell that we want to sell that people want to buy? And we start, you know, apples, apple juice, hard cider, vinegar, jams and jellies, apple fritter pancakes. And that was the next step. That was a leap. There's two leaps. One is that leap into food service where you're actually then, and also the model was, we'll want to sell it to you. You could, you pick it. You can buy it in a bushel. You can buy it by the pound. Mm -hmm. You can buy it in our sauce to go, or you can buy it on the on the on the tomato sauce on the meal mm -hmm. so really ev almost that i could think of every step of that um vertically vertical integration ladder and all the way from the apple from the compost all the way through now the the re the, the food and lodging and music. So all the way to the end mm -hmm. for final entertainment, we've been able to take that apple and create its highest value as a sloshy at a concert. <laughs> I'll tell you what. So also, if you come visit Big B's, which you can, there's beautiful camping from all the way from tent camping to glamping to. Should we start showing them the cat? Yeah, with the cabins that you built. Let's take well. a quick walk. Yeah, we'll point out some campsites and uh, through the orchard. This is a perennial aspen grove that we're building with goji berries in the middle. Oh, I don't have to yell, do I? Goji berries in the middle, elderberries on the outside, sand cherries, buffalo berries. Uh, currants, all that. We've always hedged with wild food. And you know the only cherries where you picking right now are the Nanking cherries, the, the wild cherries that we planted a few years back. And people are loving them. We're you picking the mulberries for the first time this year in droves. Uh -huh. Because why? We've learned to communicate to the people yeah. what we have and it's systematic enough that they can find their way around. That's awesome. Finished, we took the raspberries out. It's the original horseradish plot. We found two more beds, right? You never know when you're gonna find more growing space, but right in this space, we put a rhubarb uh, patch in our, for the first time. And this will be our horseradish plot over here because we love horseradish as well. Heck yeah. And um, it's always fun to find those space. And that's the other thing we're now getting into, talk about efficiencies. We're starting to take the landscape and find all of its edges and when you find edges, you find the diversity, you find health, you find intersection. And so that's what we're doing here as a business, you know. But also the fun part for me, because by trade I'm a landscaper, mm -hmm. is we're now really doing some final fun edge design in the, I can tell. On the farm, you yeah. know. Because the first 15, we've been here 16 years, and the first 14, you know, are just struggling to figure it out and get water to everything. Yeah. You make some systems. Look at these grapes. I know, beautiful. And now it's curb appeal. And it adds. That's what adds the, the finishing touches. To yeah, that bling, that pop. And, that, and then, and then, somewhat next year, we'll go look at the next 15 acres down there with the new pond, the new entrance. Oh, for sure. Next year, this year we'll stay here. Yeah. Well, the other thing that we value added is people's experiences, people's efforts, their strengths. Right. Mm -hmm. So I always use this example. Blanca, Blanca 
is been working at our juice plant on the bottling line for, for, you know, for probably 15 years now, 14 years or something. And several years back, I realized that Blanca was a tamale maker for Mexico. And so we got Blanca starting to make tamales for the store, in the store, and starting to get her name out there and her empowered wow. to have her own product line. That's cool. Um, Idalia, same thing. You know, she started a, a store down at the cider mill to serve the, you know, the Latino uh, community of, of the North Fork Valley. Phone cards in the past before, you know, while there was still such a thing. Um, money transfers back down to Mexico. Little sundries of Mexican, straight out of the Mexican, you know, um, culture, authentic life necessary items. So anyway, empowering, so empowering people. Sean. Sean, yeah, I mean, Sean coming here as a beer maker uh, with, with a talent in, in food and beverage and having him come start and run the store for us as a retail manager, um, and then growing him into the cider maker and the cider creator and the cider over everything. He runs the cider program. Um, and that's also at the, <laughs> the heart, the fun heart of the operation, you know? We have to. We finally got the three glamping village, the glamp village. <laughs> Done are, this are the, year. Are people in these right now? Can no, no one's in. in. Yeah, we'll peek our head in. Oh um, my god, we have to. And there's we had we started with one, and it's and they're easy to sleep in, safe, protected, camping with with a nice king bed, and this view is the best one. <laughs> off the. These are the innovations I'm talking about, though. You have to be able to see these and then implement them. You have to be able to extract. You have to be able to execute. Ex execution has been a big strength of ours, you know. We learned that, a lot of that we learned from Mission, I learned from Kent Weber at Mission Wolf um, how to execute on a very physical level, puzzle level. People love this type of stuff. Oh my God, look at this. Okay, let's see what we got here. Let's open it up for the cameras. Hold on, give me a sec. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh... Greg, would you take the other corner and sure. just hold it up? Yeah, that's all we need to do is let Nick be able to stick his head in there. So that's a fun, comfortable place yeah, to... You're, you're not suffering. No, you're living large and you get a great <laughs> big view and, if you, and you're just sitting here and you've got Mount Lamborn and Mount Land's End just right at you with this beautiful river bottom meadow, deers and turkeys and elk in the winter turkeys running through there yeah you know turkeys running through there deer all year yeah if you're looking at this and you're like wow i want to i want to do something like this I, i'm in a cubicle in downtown denver right now and i really need this for me and my sweetie you can go online and and just google big bees delicious orchards camping and it'll pop up and it'll give you all the options to either camp here in a tent or bring your rv or uh, stay here in one of these glamping tents or even those cabins over there, which are fantastic. But you'll see a big lineup of uh, venue and, and uh, live music and concerts. And it just- Friday Night Live. Check out our website for the Friday Night music lineup. It's fabulous. This was one of the first things we did, it's a little muddy, was we dug this pond. This was an apple orchard. And one of the first projects we did was widen the driveway just a little bit to make it safer. And then we right away dug a little pond about 
14 years ago, landscaped it quick with some <laughs> free plant material from Jason Jones, and it's become a little pond-side river forest. I see people doing yoga up here. A lot of yoga. Well, if this isn't enough, which it is, and... Look at that frog. A lot of moving parts, but, you know, what's, what's next for Jeff Schwartz and Big B? So these are some of the campsites, the pond campsites, picnic tables, fire rings. You can come swim in the pond, sup in it. You can swim in that pond? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good swimming. It's a little slippery on the sides, but our kids grew up swimming in it. Like... Not like a million times, probably like 16 times. You always, you always do something. There's, there's moments in time when I've, when we've talked throughout the years and we do a solstice thing together and you, your chair broke. You remember oh, when yeah. the chair broke? In the courtyard? Yeah. And then sliding down the, uh, the, the truck of the flatbed into the apple. The in, motorcycle into the, into the interview. <laughs> yes. I did roll the bike. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, hey man, jump into that pond, but I figured no. You're nope, I'm not going to do that <laughs> one. I got to go to Junction. I got to, I'm out. Out. The um, What's next for Jeff Schwartz? I was just going to say, Dagan and I are kiddos. I don't think I mentioned their names, but they used to stay. They're from here, and uh, I've, I just wanted to mention them. Uh, next for Big B's is the continuation of um, uh, uh, innovation. You know, keep keep creating, keep uh -huh. finding markets for what we think is innovative and um, appropriate, uh -huh. uh, efficient, you okay. know, sustainable. Um, on the on that side of life, you know, different beverages. Uh -huh. um, uh, keep making ciders. Keep feeding this retail operation with fun products that we're making. Uh -huh. um, look, when you manufacture something and you know how to do it after 20 years, uh -huh. um, you can manufacture fairly efficient, especially when you're selling at the final retail. Uh -huh. So we we have a lot of room to expand and to continue to bring community in. Um, and how is business right now? Uh, and then the one final thing we're doing is the is the other 15 acres, right? Okay. We want to, we want to. Next year we'll look at that. We've started. Mm -hmm. We've got a nice structure to it. We'll have the new entryway, which will be so much better, so much safer, for the community. Um, we'll have the pond start. The new big, big pond starting to take shape. We'll have some of the roadways in the campground, the nursery down mm -hmm. there, Oasis Nursery. So um, that's the; those are the, the trifecta. Engaging you know? this property. Engaging that, you know, moving down below and letting this original 15, 16 acres just kind of mature and and live and with with simple tending to, mm -hmm. and go build down there, you know. Where my soul lives. And then Jeff, I want to get to the beach more. Yeah, no doubt. I was going to ask I you do. that on a on a personal basis. What are you what, like? What are you doing every day? What's um, your everyday? Well, and I don't need to get to the beach more. I, I, that is a goal. I do want to get to the beach and swim and do that more and stuff. But I've been really blessed. You know, I've been able to take a lot of March and April and really mm -hmm. uh, reflect. Um, and uh, no, not to. March and April. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> like because December and January, you yeah. know, and begin a little bit of February to really just stop and ski and reflect and yeah. cook and not work. You know, not really delve in, not sure. have people. Um, have the you know have have the cider mill running, but just that's a stop in, and everything's very smooth. So 
I have had that, and I always say, I, to everything there's a season. I get a, I get like a teacher's summer uh -huh. in the winter, so I can, you can do anything with that, you know. That's cool. It's, it's I, friends of mine that I've watched their businesses grow, like Dave Thibodeau at Scott Brewing Company, yeah. and just these businesses. So when they grow to a certain point, and that's the way that you want it, that if you take Jeff Schwartz and you move Jeff out of the way, the business is still here. Yeah, it's critical. Yeah. I mean, God, that's Gandhian principle of you can't, you know, you can't, you, it cannot hinge on the leader or any one person. Um, sustainability, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's how we do it. Should we roll?